it was very easy and I didn't even realize it was happening to get disconnected from who I was. Because truth be told, I never really did the work to really understand and let go of the beliefs that I had about what was possible or not possible for me as an entrepreneur based on past experiences. Welcome to the C-Suite Mentor, the place where you will learn the tools, strategies, and mindset to scale your business sustainably and build a lasting legacy. I'm your host, Teresa Cantley. As a fellow CEO, I understand what it takes to scale a business to seven and multiple eight figures. It's not necessarily what you might think. It requires a complete shift in how you think, strategize, and execute key actions in your business. My mission is to help CEOs step back into the driver's seat of their business by optimizing their operations, empowering their team, and staying in total alignment with their big vision. So are you ready to exchange everything that hasn't worked for strategies that will? You're in the right place. So let's go. Flow state versus disconnected state. Really, what does this mean and why it's important to understand the difference between the two in 2024? This is what our topic is today. And I chose to talk about this. I don't have a whole lot of notes like I normally do, but I chose to talk about this based on my own experiences and things that I've been through over the past three years as a CEO and a founder of my own business, but also in working with my clients and just some things that happened, some obstacles that I faced and got to the other side of. And I'm all about sharing things that I've been through myself or things that I learned to help you to make sure that if you're struggling with these same things, or maybe these are things that you're facing or that you've experienced, and you're not really sure what to do. Hopefully this episode helps you today. Because the one thing that I found is that a lot of entrepreneurs struggle and a lot of entrepreneurs go through a downtime. Some experience depression, some experience anxiety. I am one of those people. I'm not afraid to admit it, but nobody wants to talk about it because when you become an entrepreneur, everybody thinks it's all like this big, you know, fun thing. And, you know, you immediately like make a million dollars and it doesn't necessarily work that way. (laughs) And I know the past several years, we've been faced with a lot of obstacles and challenges and being an entrepreneur and trying to navigate all of this while building a team, while trying to, you know, just live life, while trying to do all the things, it becomes very difficult. And like I said, I am not immune to this. I've been through it, which is why I wanted to share this new framework that I have that really will explain the difference between being in a flow state and being in a disconnected state and a very dysfunctional state. And how that then will, you know, when it starts to impact you, if you don't take care of it, it starts to trickle down and it will impact your business, will impact your team. I have seen clients of mine over the years who have had phenomenal revenue years. Phenomenal. And at the end of the year, what we realized is that they weren't fulfilled. They didn't feel fulfilled and things felt very dysfunctional. And when you looked at the operations in the business, you could see that there was a lot of dysfunction. So again, I wanted to share this because I think that a lot of entrepreneurs, I know a lot of entrepreneurs go through this. A lot of business owners go through this feeling of not being in the flow or this feeling of being disconnected. 
disconnected from the dream, disconnected from themselves. And again, I wanted to share this and give you some things that you can focus on to really start to get back in the flow. And once you do, it's almost like, I don't know, when you start to let go of a lot of the things that you've been doing that don't necessarily align, all of a sudden stuff just starts to open up. And it's wild how it happens. I can't explain it, but I can tell you it does feel good to get to the other side of it. So the things that we're going to talk about today are what is connection to self. This is an important one, a very, very important one. So that's number one. Number two, we're going to talk about connection to the destiny and the dream. And then number three, connection to the work. Because when we get into this disconnected state, it's very easy for us to end up focusing on things that we shouldn't be focusing on and assigning meaning to things that really doesn't have any meaning other than what we've assigned to it. So let's jump in and go through this three-part framework. And hopefully, like I said, if you are struggling and have hit some obstacles in your business, I'm hoping that this helps. I'm going to be talking a lot more and unpacking each one of these areas, like moving forward. Because what I figured out is that for the longest time, I've talked about you know strategy and vision, which I'm, I still talk about and it's still an important piece. I also talk about, and that's the whole zoom out and stay future focus. I also talk about building a people-centric culture and how we need to build from the inside out. And also the third piece is building that digital customer experience. And those are all important, super important. That is how you scale your business. But what I found for myself going through what I've been through and how I then started to see this same pattern with a lot of entrepreneurs is that we tend to focus on those concrete things. And I like to think of them as like below the line, okay? Not in a negative way, but because a lot of times you hear about living below the line as negative. I just mean that those are the tactical and structural strategy things that we need to focus on to build our business, to scale our business, and to really achieve a level of success. But we always want to focus on that. What we miss is the above the line stuff which is the connection to self, the connection to our destiny, and the connection to the work we need to do. And a lot of times we end up working backwards. I know for myself, this is what I did. I started with the strategy and the vision and the structural things and missed this whole side. Because when we start our business, we just go all in. We go all in and we're like, yes, we do the hustle. We learn all this stuff. We implement it and we're going, going, going. And we don't tackle the beliefs that we have about things. We don't tackle the thoughts that we then assign to stuff. And we don't tackle those things that and we don't even really know that they're there that really hold us back. Because when you become an entrepreneur, you put yourself out there fully. You take risks. You really challenge, you know, start to challenge the norm and really discover what you're really made of. And I think, which is it's human nature that we just want to go in and we want to just do the work. We want to do the work and we want to get things running and we get things running. And then we hit a giant wall, boom. (laughs) And that wall is the wall of fear. That wall is the wall of something trying to hold us back, trying to kill our spirit, trying to prevent us from achieving our highest and greatest good. From to something that is preventing us from achieving all the things that we want to achieve as a business owner. And that then is what ends up 
having our business dictate our life instead of having our business support the life that we want to live. And like I said, I did this backwards for many years, many years until recently. And as I start to unpack things that I've been through, I will be sharing them. And hopefully, my hope is that this helps other entrepreneurs, if you listen to this podcast, other CEOs to understand that they're not alone. Number one, you are absolutely not alone. I think many entrepreneurs go through the, I'm not enough. I'm not doing enough. You know, it needs to be hard in order for me to get to seven figures, eight figures. It needs to be hard and really not fully understanding really who they are. You know, it's the whole thing of stripping away everything that isn't you to become who you're really meant to be. And when we are not clear on who we are from the inside out as a CEO, when we are not clear on really what our role is and we end up showing up fully and embodying the CEO role, that is when we get into a disconnected state. That is when overwhelm, burnout, um, depression, discouragement, despair, that's when all of that sets in. Instead of being in a flow state where we stay connected to our dream, we focus on our dream. We build a wellness environment, a culture that is built on wellness and fulfillment. And that's really where we want to be. And that is where your success starts. Again, we always want to start on the outside. You know, I talk a lot about when people come to me, they, they're like, oh, my sales are bad. You know, I just need to get more sales. I need to do more marketing. And really, that's not where we start. We have to start on the inside and build out. So the first thing that I want to talk about, like I said, the most important piece is the piece of connection to self. And I know from my own experience, it was very easy and I didn't even realize it was happening to get disconnected from who I was. Because truth be told, I never really did the work to really understand and let go of the beliefs that I had about what was possible or not possible for me as an entrepreneur based on past experiences, based on past experiences that I saw working for other people, but also based on past experiences that I had just throughout my life and then when I built my first business. And the other thing that led to a disconnect from myself was I left corporate America, jumped into entrepreneurial, you know, the entrepreneurial world, thought, oh yeah, I got this, realized I didn't have it, and then ended up studying with coach after coach after coach after coach after coach, being in mastermind after mastermind and after mastermind and la 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 la, and not listening to what all of these different people were saying and not listening to myself and not really asking the question of what is it that I really want for this business and what is it that I really want for my life. So I think that was the first piece of that downward spiral that I think happens is we start a business and a lot of people do this, start a business and we say, I want to have freedom of time. I want to make my own schedule. I want to have freedom of money. I want to get in here and make more money. And what they don't realize is they end up building a job for themselves instead of building a future, building a movement. And for me, like I said, I did not take time to stop and ask, what was it that Teresa really wanted? And who really is Teresa? So what happens is, is the result of that is you end up letting fear take over and you don't even realize it's fear. So procrastination is a form of fear. Analysis paralysis is a form of fear. Focusing on being busy 
and thinking that you need to be doing certain things that you really don't, those are all forms of fear. And those are all forms of really, it's being somebody that you're not. And when we do that, when we lose that connection to ourselves, we start to build up an armor. We start to build up walls around us. I didn't even realize I was doing it until I actually did a program to learn how to tell my story. And I didn't realize how much I had built this wall around me until the speaking coach said, I mean, it was just my, my physical mannerisms and things that I said, where he said, you need to let the armor down. You need to let the armor down and say, this is who I am. And this is my story. And since I went through that, I have seen many business owners and leaders in businesses who have armors built around them. And how it shows up in is that, well, I'm the CEO and I need to be here all the time. I'm the CEO and I need to show my people that I'm here so they can see I'm actually doing the work. And I'm not just like, you know, doing nothing or taking it easy while they're working hard. Or I am the leader in this business. And this is the whole thing that goes back to confusing power and authority. I'm the manager of this and I need to tell you what to do and I need to dictate things. So when we lose connection to ourself, we end up showing up in a way that doesn't support the dream that we're trying to build. And again, I think this is a common thing that entrepreneurs go through. I had a conversation last week with a client of mine where he said, you know, you're asking, it was a new client, you're asking me what I, what my dream is, what my desire is. I don't really have one. All Just tell me what I need to do because I just need to make money. And I know a lot of people go through that. And it that just builds and builds and builds until something breaks down. And for me, that's exactly what happened because I was so, I just kept focusing on being discouraged and discouraged and leads to that discouragement, leads to despair, leads to depression, and then we're in a bad space. So staying connected to yourself, really asking what is it that I want and listening to what comes up, listening to or writing down and looking at like, okay, this is what I want but this is what's going on in my business and it doesn't necessarily align. So we need to make some adjustments there or setting up certain routines so that they support the person that you really want to be. And I know for myself that disconnect from self, disconnect from from who I am really showed up as trying to prove myself, trying to prove myself to my team, trying to prove myself to clients, trying to prove myself just in content. It also showed up as living by what other people expected. So setting my day up based on the expectations of everyone else and saying, oh, like as an entrepreneur, this is what's expected of me and trying to do all of the things and trying to live into everybody else's expectations and letting my own expectations go. And letting what I really wanted and my dreams go, which you can see how that kind of spirals down. So the best thing to do to stay connected to yourself is number one, get a really good coach, really good coach, really good mentor that you can have conversations with. And they don't, you know, I think for me, my coach and my mentor, the best thing that they could do is help me to find those answers myself, which is what I like to do for my clients. I don't necessarily want to tell them what they need to do, but help them to uncover what they need to do or who they are themselves. Because those answers 
are not found externally, they're found internally. And consistently investing in all of these programs time and time again that promise everything and don't deliver that breakthrough for you, again, it's a form of fear. It's a form of fear that a lot of people experience. I was one of them. So finding a really good coach and a really good mentor to help you to discover the answers from within so that you can then, so you're building from within, you can carry them out into the world, into your team, the whole thing. Number two is to make sure that you set your day up so that you are doing things that align with what you want and not are in misalignment with them. So what I mean by that is not jumping on your phone right away as soon as you get up, not like going through your emails, getting into everybody else's agenda before you have a chance to read something that you want to read. Do a meditation, do a prayer, a devotion time, whatever works for you. So what this boils down to is having a ritual in the morning that you can do that really sets your mind and your body up and your soul up to have a fulfilled day and not have a discouraged day. So that will help to stay connected to yourself. The other thing is, like I said, to really have a good coach and mentor that you can talk to, you can talk through problems with, but someone who will help you to discover those answers yourself. They'll guide you, but they'll help you to discover those answers so that you're more empowered to take the right actions. So that's number one. Number two is connection to the destiny. And what do I mean by that? When we're not connected to the destiny, we leave our success to randomness. And success is not random. Success is all about intention. And how this shows up is we base our vision or our plan for our business on current circumstances, or we base our plan for our vision. We say, oh, well, this is what we did last year. So we're going to use last year. And then we're going to build our plan for this year on what we did last year. Okay. It shows up as, and this is how it showed up for me is I said to my husband the one day, I was like, I'm not even really sure what I'm working towards anymore because I was just working so much and almost addicted to working that I could not see the vision I was creating because I was so buried in current circumstances and what was happening, which was getting frustrating because I had these dreams and desires, but what I was doing wasn't aligning with it. So this wasn't moving forward and things started to just spiral downward. And I think at the end of the day, the feeling that I had was being hopeless. So what do we do to connect back to our destiny? Well, number one, when we understand who we are, And we are the only person that can define who we are from the inside out. And our value and our purpose comes from who we are, not what we do. And when we are connected to who we are and we know who we are, it's easy to understand what our dream and what our destiny is. And the answers that we need to move ourselves forward, we can find from within. We know what we're working towards. And then we can take that and we can align the rest of our team to it. We can align the rest of our team to say, this is the dream that we want to accomplish. And I don't know how we're going to get there, but we're going to do it. And when we stay connected to the destiny, we can stay intentional. We can build our success or find success based on having intentional action and intentional living so that we're focused on the right things. I've seen a lot of people who, a lot of business owners, I mean, they've been in business for a long time 
and over the past four years got so focused on just surviving that they completely forgot why they were doing what they were doing in the first place. And they were so focused on, you know, trying to live up to other people's expectations, expectations that they believed were expectations. Oh, if I don't show up, if I'm not there 10 hours a day, my staff is going to think that I'm not doing anything. Or I need to be there to sell because nobody sells as good as I do. Or I can't trust people to do this marketing because they're not going to do it as well as me. And when I work with them and I ask them, what is your big dream with your business? And they can't remember or they can't answer me. They get stuck. So when we stay, again, when we stay connected to that dream and that destiny, we are intentional. And you can see the connection between really understanding who we are, what our beliefs are, our core principles are, you know, what's important to us. We can then build a dream that will align with that. So the third piece is the connection to work. And with a lot of leaders that I've coached over the years, they don't have connection to the work that they need to do. Probably, well, not probably, I know, it was because they didn't have a connection to, you know, what it was that they were working towards to begin with. And they also forgot who they really were inside or they were letting everybody else determine who they were. So the connection to the work shows up as being a firefighter. It shows up as having to be in the weeds and having to make every single decision in the business. And like I said, getting into the weeds and getting busy in the day-to-day operations instead of understanding their role as a business owner, as a COO, as a leader in the business and building a strong team to support what needs to happen in the business. Building a team of, like I like to call them constructors, people who can take the parts of the vision or take their own vision and then build the strategy, manage the project, do the tasks that need to be done to make it into a reality. And when we do that, when we have that connection to the real work that we need to do, we understand our role. We understand why it's important for us as business owners to continuously move the vision forward. And when we know we can't stay in the busy work all the time, and we have to build that good team, that strong team, that high-impact self-led team, we end up doing the right work. We end up doing the work that really matters that will continue to get our business out there, that will continue to have customers come through our door, eating at our restaurant or shopping in our store or coming to our classes. And the three together, the connection to who we are and knowing what our role is and and fully embodying that, starting to stand up as a leader to move that dream forward and to really connect to the real work that needs to be done, the work that you need to do, but then also the work that your team needs to do instead of leaving everything to randomness. So when all of these three pieces come together, we can live above the line. And what I mean by that is everything that we build, the strategy, our vision, our culture, everything is in complete alignment with who we are. And the two need to work together because otherwise there's dysfunction and there's a disconnect. So we live above the line in that we are intentionally building. We also find our sixth gear. And when we don't understand what our sixth gear is, we give up. Our sixth gear is that inner knowing that gets us back up every single time to say, 
I can figure this out. But if we don't have connection between ourselves, if we don't understand who we are, we don't understand what we're working towards and we don't know what we should be doing on a regular basis, that's when we lose that sixth gear. We lose our ability to get back up when we're knocked down. When obstacles come our way, we look at them and we make that obstacle. We we automatically go towards negative thinking. We automatically go towards, we zoom in on it and we make it about us, that it says something about us or it says something about our business. And then we end up taking negative actions or we don't take any action at all. So when we have that sixth gear that gives us the ability to zoom out and look at it and say, okay, like this was an obstacle. It happened. How are we going to get through it? And we can start building up a plan to work through the situation or work through the problem to get to the other side and get to a solution. And when we also put all these pieces together, we have radical resilience. We have the ability to, again, look at a situation and say, instead of having negative thoughts about it, we have empowering thoughts to say, you know what? I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep getting back up, figuring it out and moving forward. And we have that belief in ourselves that we can do it that we can do absolutely anything, that we can, no matter what challenge comes our way, we're not going to give up. We're going to keep moving. Even if the revenue isn't there, even if the profit isn't there, we know that it doesn't mean anything about us and who we are. It just means that stuff happened. So, okay, let's figure out what we can do differently. You can see how when we're clear on and we're connected to ourself and the destiny and the work, It makes it easier to say, how can we course correct on the other side of this? How can we course correct to say, okay, let's try a different strategy. Let's try a different like content calendar. Let's try different promotions. Let's try different marketing. Maybe we have a team member that's not in alignment. Maybe we need to do more training. Maybe we need to adjust an operating procedure. Whatever it is, you can figure it out. And that can take you from feeling powerless and feeling hopeless and feeling discouraged to feeling empowered to having hope that you can turn things around. And this enables us to go from mediocrity and just kind of managing the day-to-day and, you know, being the norm to being great, to stepping into greatness, breaking the rules, like I said, living intentionally. And when all these pieces come together, we are in flow. And in flow means that when you're even just saying it, you can probably feel what it means, but things just have that synchronicity. Things, it's not that they're easy, but it helps you to navigate no matter what comes your way. It helps you to really say that this is, these are my desires and you can align those goals with your desires. And you can say, okay, these are the daily rituals I'm gonna set up. This is the cadence I'm gonna set up as far as what I'm gonna do on a monthly basis what I'm going to do on a quarterly basis, what I'm going to do on a weekly basis and a daily basis. And you can assign tasks that align with all of these things. That's being in a flow state. When we're in a disconnected state, literally, it's a dysfunctional state. And if you're in a disconnected state as a CEO, as a business owner, as a founder, if you're in a disconnected state, it will trickle down to your team and it will trickle down to your customer experience and it will trickle down to your results. And you're not going to see the results that you want to see. And I think nine out of 10 people that I've helped, all right, nine out of 10, like let's say 90% because I've helped more than that. But 90% of the people that I've worked with over the years, they think it's an external problem 
And what we find out is it's an internal problem. It's an internal problem because there's a disconnect. So we work to repair that disconnect so they can get dialed back in and make sure that everything is in alignment. Because at the end of the day, people don't have a problem achieving things, but they do have a problem making sure that everything stays in alignment. Because we get focused on, again, living into someone else's expectations or trying to prove ourselves, or, you know, shiny object syndrome, chasing opportunities that don't really align. And all of that leads to a complete disconnect of our whole self. So we need to get back connected to ourself, to our destiny, and to our work so that we can go from mediocrity to greatness. So I hope that this helped you. This whole piece, like I said, when you take this and you really step into it, and I can say this from my own experience in fixing a lot of the things that I didn't even realize I needed to fix, that's when real change can happen. And I hope that this episode helps you to create real change because this world right now needs change makers. This world needs people who are willing to step up and to do the real work so that we can make things better, so that we can improve all of the things that we've been avoiding improving and we can really build healthier businesses, healthier businesses that are built on fulfillment and wellness and joy. So I hope that this episode helped you. I would love if you would leave a review and a comment and let me know which part was most impactful. But until next week, have a great rest of your week and I look forward to seeing you soon. Hey there, thank you so much for listening. If you found value on the show, please follow the podcast so you never ever miss an episode. And I would love, love, love if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify for me. Even better, share the show with a fellow business owner ready to step fully into their CEO leadership role. Because right now, more than ever, the world really needs next level leaders. And by the way, did you know you can text me all your questions and get real-time feedback? You absolutely can. Just text the word CEO to me at 610-215-2838 to get connected. One last goodie for you before I go. If you're ready to scale your business and have a co-creator working right by your side, My C-Suite mentor program may be perfect for you and your possible new second-in-command. Just visit the c-suitementor.com to get started.